Hey, hiring managers. Reopening your small business and rebuilding your team can be tricky when 64% of furloughed workers don't plan to return to their previous employer. If your workers don't come back, Snagajob is here to help. Use snagajob.com to handle your rehiring with access to 47 million hourly workers looking for service industry jobs like yours. You'll save 25% each month with promo code podcast. Start hiring at snagajob.com today. and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Woo-woo. We have an episode. What the fuck was I going to say? It's our season premiere. Oh, it's our season premiere. That's literally not what I was going to say, but like you're right. It's our season premiere. Just when you said that, I was like, oh, wait, it is. Yep. Season six, baby. Wow. See, this is usually when things go downhill in like TV shows. If you power yeah. on through six seasons. I had such a fun idea for what our season six premiere would be, but, you know, quarantine. What did you yeah. think it would be? Well, I told you, I don't want to spoil it for the people out there because we oh, um, might do me. it again. It's good. Yeah. It's good. You guys are, you'll maybe, I mean, eventually, hopefully when this is all done, we'll, we'll be able to do it. Season so. seven. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Hell fucking Yeah. Well, is anything new with you? Not that we were just like not talking for like 20 minutes. Um, my garden's thriving. I'm finished a screenplay. Oh my, Uh, okay. Wow. I'm doing pretty good. uh, That You sound like you're doing fucking fantastic. Don't ask me how I'm doing (laughs) because I really cannot compete with a garden and a finished screenplay. You had a freaking book come out. Come on, man. Yeah, it did take five years, though. And I got to see you a lot. Um, I mean, I saw you an extra time. Was that this week? Was that Monday? Yeah. That yeah. I did an episode for Candace and Kayla's podcast, Directionally mm-hmm. Challenged, which is that going to be up by the time this is up? I don't, I'm not going to make you do math in your head. Uh, Just I think it's it. the week after. Okay, well, it's coming soon. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a jolly good time. I had some fun. Also, you know, it was like really cool after I did, um, Sophia Bush's podcast. No, which, it'll be up right now. The same oh, day. Oh, it's up now? Oh, guys. Yep. Same day. Out. Coming out the same day. That's another fun one. Um, but, uh, I got a couple of messages from people who like listened, didn't know who like I was and then listened to me on Sophia Bush's podcast and liked and then mm-hmm. started listening to our podcast and was like oh I love Yay. it and I was like oh sick and I did we were DMing and I did say we would love to have you on my podcast when like you know we're having guests and everything's less crazy and she said she would love to so wonderful you saw it. this is like <laughs> I remember us sitting on the blue couch yeah with the brick background and you're like she would be my dream guest she is the fucking coolest I spent probably a good 20 minutes of just being like you're so fucking cool like (laughs) you're just the coolest and it's so rare usually I mean I don't want to say so rare but it it is pretty rare to have someone like who plays a character on TV who like is like the fucking best feminist and like is just like she's like was the fucking best and then like you get to know like the actor who plays them and they're also the best and I was like wow that's just amazing like that is yeah. it's, a, it's a good feeling so um yeah fingers crossed that that will be able to happen once all of this is um done so you know 
Uh, well, um, I guess we should get into this. If you guys want to give us a call for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Hi, Megan and Melissa. To start things off, my boyfriend and I are both 25. I'm a Virgo. He's a Scorpio. And we've been together for just over six years. Um, and we just absolutely adore one another's family. We both know that we want to get married and that we want uh, we wanted to finish our degrees first, which we did. We wanted to get our jobs. We did that. And now we just kind of want to grow up a little bit after college. Um, so we weren't really planning on anything for the next few years. But we, just, we, we do know that we wanted to save up to own instead of rent. Um, I also made it very clear that I wanted us to be established, to not have to live with our parents um, while married, just because of drama that has happened with my brother and their wife. Um, we currently don't live with each other, by the way. So here's the kicker. His mom is the sole provider of his family. Dad's kind of a deadbeat and younger siblings are financially irresponsible. Um, and my boyfriend does what he can to help out, but she's still technically under the poverty line. They're living with his paternal aunt right now, but she's fed up, especially with his dad, and she wants them out. And they're expecting my boyfriend to buy a place and be financially responsible um, for his family. The thing is that he won't be able to buy a place big enough without my added income. And because of this, my boyfriend is feeling like we have to hurry up and get married. Um, and just kind of expedite that process, which we've been planning a long time. And we really, really wanted to be financially prepared for this. And we're just not at that place yet. And I know that emotionally, he's also not ready for marriage. Um, he thinks that they're only going to be with us for the first three years of our marriage, which yikes. Um, but my parents and I also have this worry. They're worried that they're not actually going to leave within three years, and they're also worried about the financial and emotional toll this will take on our marriage, which we aren't even technically engaged yet. So this is kind of like, uh, I don't know. Um, I love my boyfriend, and I love that he wants to take care of his family, and I do want to nurture that part of who he is, but I'm also terrified of jumping into a marriage, knowing that it's going to be rough and emotionally exhausting from the get-go. I know that he doesn't think this is ideal either um, and that he doesn't know what else to do. But at this point, I mean, I'm really questioning if I really want to continue this relationship as much as I do love him, knowing that this financial burden is just going to weigh on our marriage and possibly affect our future children um, and where this is really going to leave us in the, in the long run. Any advice or any thoughts? I'm sorry, also, I have to be quiet because Okay, thanks. Bye. Did she say she had to be quiet because he was asleep? <laughs> yep. Oh, God. I mean, I'm really glad that you said, I'm just like not sure if I want to continue this relationship because I was like, shit, dude. Like, I, that's like the only option I can really see because. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, if it was your family in this position, you would do the same thing because it sounds like you're close with your parents. And yeah, I think it like, I don't blame you at all, but I do think, 
I don't know. I guess like my my thought is that if this was like the right relationship for you, you might have like some qualms, but you wouldn't be questioning the relationship at all. Do you know what I mean? Like you might like be like not looking forward to that yeah. or like being like a little like worried and apprehensive, but it wouldn't like I don't think it would deter you. But I think the fact that you're recognizing that this is not something that you are cool with that. I think that you should go with your gut and yeah. Cause I also, I don't know, I guess like my mind, some, I mean, some people who, some, some people like support their families for their, their like some children support their families for like financially mm-hmm. through for their whole lives. And I don't, it, I don't know. It, 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 I mean, it can be a cultural thing, but it can also just be, uh, financial security sort of thing. And I think that for you being worried about the fam- the financial security of your family, I think you also have to remember that that's, he's worried about that too, but that's, this is his family. So I think you're thinking about just your family right. in the future and not his present family, who's always going to be his family. But it in sounds like life, you guys just, yep. yeah, you guys just have a really different experiences and relationships with your parents and yeah I I think I don't know I also I mean like I think like yeah I sorry go ahead I was gonna say not just that it's just like having when you get married you just want it to be like you and your spouse and then having that extra pressure of having like not only just having like the his family living with you but also having to financially support them because that's what you mm-hmm. will be doing like it will be part of your responsibility because he needs your income in order to get the house also mm-hmm. he's like putting a fast forward on the plans that you already have and you're not ready to marry him yet because you want to be financial financially stable and you're just not there yet so it's just like These are these feel like for you, it feels like they're deal breakers because you already have the plan established for what you wanted. And now he's changing the plan. No, true. So valid. No, that's so valid. Like these are your deal breakers in this. And I think also I, I think like regardless of how close you are with your parents, I think you talking to your parents about this is also kind of like I don't mean the kiss of death in a way that like you fucked yourself over, but I think the fact that you opened up and talked to your parents about this and your feelings about this makes it pretty clear that I think you're ready to be done because it doesn't, it is a stark contrast from how your parents are versus how his parents are. And that comparison Mm -hmm. and, and and I don't think that's something. And her brother had left him. Yeah. I just don't think that there would be, uh, I don't think that you would be, saying that to them if you I don't know there's some like issues or struggles that you kind of keep I don't want to say like ego wise you keep them private but you do keep them to protect your relationship because they don't have to do with these other people and I think like you like talking to your parents through that I think that's also and again I think also think when you go to your parents uh or people like that who are just caring about you. Like, sure, they care about your significant other, but like you are the, like the, you are the top. They're always going to take your side. It's so hard for parents and people like that to forgive so, like someone who's like done their child wrong. 
because that's, yeah, they always take the side of your kids. So I think when you go to them for that, it's kind of that reassurance that you're in the right and like your feelings are valid. Your feelings are always valid. But I think it's kind of, I think that's kind of the epitome of, um, you of of for you subconsciously knowing that this is not something that you want to stick it through which is also fine like we talked about this on other episodes like loving somebody's not enough and just because you guys planned a future together doesn't mean that it's going to go to plan and that plan can also be your deal breakers and it doesn't make you like a bad person at all for not wanting to be a part of this because ultimately there is somebody who would be fine with this. And that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't make you bad. It just makes you guys not the right fit and the right match for all of this. Compatibility. Yeah. Yeah. Oy, yeah and I especially can't. you said you've been through it because your, your um, brother had lived, well, your brother and his wife, I'm guessing, had lived with your parents and you already know what it's like. So, yeah, that's, I'm sorry. This is a lot, especially when you thought that you had met the person and it still might Mm -hmm. be the person that you want to marry but then there's other issues that are keeping you guys apart yeah i could not fucking do it i would lose my goddamn mind i couldn't (laughs) i I can't even like i i i mean i can't even live with just like friends so like when i have relatives that you know like you can't just like get rid of it makes it even worse Oh my god! And the ones that like, if especially if it's not your relatives, but like that they're still gonna they're the in laws. Yeah, they're still gonna kind of like parent you in that way, but Mm most like the in law parenting way is like a usually more of like a judgmental (laughs) parenting way, but like a nurturing or smothering. At the end of the day, it's always gonna be yep. And at the end of the day, it's always gonna be them versus you. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, because um, they're going to take each other's sides no matter what. Oh, yeah. Oh, always, 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 always. And you're going to be the odd one out. And that's. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. And it also, I want to say, it doesn't make your boyfriend like a, a pushover or a bad person or his parents like bad no. people. It's just a different situation and different setup. Yeah. Then. And even if he like necessarily like this is not his ideal setup and not what he wants to do. It's you can't change that. You know what I mean? Like it's like these were like the the cards that he's been dealt and he is going to do what mm-hmm. works best for him uh, emotionally, morally, like f- with his family and do what he needs to do. And yeah, like it, it can be like a whole he wishes he didn't have to do this. I wish he didn't have to do this, but it doesn't really change the facts, which sucks. But also. Yeah. 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 It's sweet what he's doing, but that doesn't mean that it has to be for you totally fucking totally um well shit i'm glad i'm really glad she brought up the maybe we should just like not continue this relationship because <laughs> i was like fuck what the fuck am i gonna say yeah oh uh, yeah well best of luck i i hope things are <laughs> i mean i wonder if things are probably a little different now because you guys are not you don't live together so you're not uh, quarantining together so I wonder if that's been a good uh, a good break uh, to think about this no she I mean she together. called in just a couple weeks ago so there and she said he was sleeping oh, I know true. but oh, you're, you're she right. said he was, he was sleeping. sleeping she called in a couple weeks ago so they might be quarantined together but just not 
living officially together, living together. You know. Wow, can you imagine the first time you live yeah. with someone too to be like living with them and their parents? Oh. Nope, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, and like, how do you honey? So like, much. how do you like fuck? You know, <laughs> like you put them on the other side of the house. <laughs> that's so bad. Yeah, no, 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 no. Fine for somebody, not good for you, and that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Should we go on to the next one? Okay. Hi, Megan and Melissa and potential guests. I am 19. I just finished my freshman year of college. And the beginning of last semester, so my first semester in college, I met my boyfriend at school. Um, He's a junior, so he's a good bit older than me. And so we've been dating now for about almost six months. And um, he's my first love. And I just, I love everything about him. And we have a great relationship except he doesn't really he doesn't want us to be public and I've told him that this makes me feel like he's ashamed of me but he's explained to me that it's because he is worried that uh I'm not or he's worried that people won't respect the fact that he's a junior dating a freshman now a senior dating a sophomore and he's very popular on campus. A lot of people know him. He's um, very high up there, and he's worried that people will look down upon him. But also, he doesn't want that pressure put on me, he said. And I can accept that. Like, I understand that he doesn't want that pressure put on me um, if that's going to be a negative thing for our relationship. But he also doesn't want me to meet his parents. And he said that because he's never brought a girl home to his parents. And he wants that to be a special thing, and I understand that. But just the whole thing kind of, like, makes me worried. Like, my friends know about him. Some of my family has met him. And it worries me that he doesn't want me to meet the others. And the way he's explained it, it's that he's trying to protect me. But am I crazy for being upset? Um, I obviously really love him, and I want to make a good decision, but I am worried that I might hold on to it just because he is my first love, and I'm worried about I don't want to lose him, but I also don't want to let myself be put in a situation where I am being treated less than I should be. Um, but yeah, I'm running out of time, but that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. I guess my question is, am I crazy? And what should I do? How should I talk to him about it? Um, thank you so much. I love your podcast. I listen to it every single night. Um, bye. Oh my fucking God. This oh my fucking like God. So You're not crazy, but I. It's so high school. No, and, and I like I, you're in college. Ugh. Like, <laughs> like who he's talks like about also popu- like in his twenties too? Yeah, that's what I'm. Who talks about popularity like this in college? Nobody, literally <laughs> fucking nobody. And uh he I just, doesn't think people are gonna look. You're they're not, gonna look down on him because he's dating somebody younger than. No, this it's, makes zero sense. But it's not true. It's, not it's a fucking all. lie. Yeah. It's a lie. You're not crazy, but you're. And I say this out of love. You're not crazy, but you're being stupid. Yeah. And it's because you're being blinded by the fact that he's your first love, and you are so into him, and he's just fucking manipulating you. This is like the epitome of. 
like fuckboy bullshit yeah. of turning it back on you of being like, no, I'm doing this for you. I'm trying to protect you. Like this like literally sounds like like the canned script from like the fucking kissing booth. Like this sounds like a fake ass script for like a, a, a throwaway one from a fucking Netflix movie of being like, I just don't want to do that to you. It's just like it puts a lo- first of all, it puts no pressure on your fucking relationship. No. He's not the goddamn president. Right. Like he's a fucking college dude. He's a piece of shit. The reason why you haven't met his family is because he either does not give a shit about you or he has a girlfriend and then he, he also yeah. still doesn't really give a shit about You're you not and is just enjoying girl. hooking up with you. Period. You're not the only girl. No. That's And that's the the biggest reason of that is that is because you are not like his friends and everybody does not know that. That's why. Like mm-hmm. if it was like, oh, I don't want to tell my family. Oh, and I don't want to post about us on social, but all of my friends know in person. Then that means you got a girlfriend back home. Yeah. But the fact that he doesn't even want like your fucking circle at school to know is because he is hooking up with and or dating a plethora of other ladies and he's telling them all the same thing that he's telling you Mm -hmm. and he doesn't even want like to not be like not be public with you is the only he just doesn't want that to even hurt his chances to obtain more pussy like Mm -hmm. it not even just like fuck up like the john tucker situation he is going right now he's like nah i want to like be able to sub people in and like swap people out and i don't want you to get in the way of like me getting new fucking pussy yeah oh my god girl (laughs) get out and it doesn't matter that he's met your friends like it literally doesn't matter no because i can't they're just your friends like (laughs) he might be fucking one of them i don't know you're like a but exactly like he's like you're just like a fret like a little freshman to him and like your friends in your circle like that doesn't even that's not even a blip on his radar but his social radar like that's why you haven't you haven't been able to be there for that like it is just a load of shit and i hate to say that i have seen this so many fucking times in high school especially but in college too of those fuck boy upperclassmen and dating like the freshmen yeah like i've been that like i've been in circles of of that of friends who were hooking up with like seniors and the seniors were like oh yeah like let's not tell anybody like it'll be like our little secret just between us and then it'd be like oh because lo and behold he's fucking every fucking akio like good god it's not because you're special at all and it's and also him saying this is like when you take you have to like instead of hearing what you want to hear what people say like really taking it face value and dissecting that but when he says that he's saving the person he has never introduced anyone to his parents and he really wants that to be like a special person that means that to him you are not a special person yeah. like and that he told sucks you straight up you he think of him as like your special. first love yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> speaking of my book yeah. but like not in the good way <laughs> but he literally said you're not special enough for me to introduce to my parents so yeah he's like i've been saving that for someone who really means a lot to me that i actually love crickets and he's like yeah no not you yeah yeah you have to fucking break up with him that's the power move you have to do is you just need to like break up with him i mean more than that i would just ghost him because i no no offense but like I don't even know if like you're like if you break up with him, he'll be like, we weren't ever like a thing. Like, I think he could really flip that and turn that on you. I think the power move is straight up just fucking ghost him and like do not text him. Do not call him like just completely ignore him. And that is that is the ultimate power move that you need to do. Otherwise, you are going to get like 
publicly embarrassed. It's gonna like he's gonna be making out some other girl at a party and you're gonna walk in and it's gonna like shatter your heart. Like it is an inevitable thing that's going to happen. And if you can end this on your own terms and like walk away from it with again that power move, you're just preventing yourself from you're obviously gonna feel hurt, but I just also because college circles are so small, but I mean granted excuse me, now everything's like very different. I just think that it's it's either going to blow up in your face or you can just take it for what it is right now and just be like, okay, I am dodging a bullet. Like, fuck this you dude. You might be I'm surprised out. by my thoughts on this, but I think the bigger power move oh, is to actually dump him and not ghost him. No, but I, I, no, I, I fully agree with you, but I'm just afraid unless you guys have like officially defined we're boyfriend, girlfriend, I just feel like he's going to flip it. Like if you guys have just been yeah, dating then she could just, and you never like you're exclusively. In this situation, she could be like, okay, I don't, I, I can... don't want to see you anymore. It doesn't have to be, I want to break up with you or I okay, want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, or I, I think we need to break up. It's like, I don't want to see you anymore. And then ended it, ended with that. Okay. No, yeah. I agree with you. This is the one time I don't think you should ghost. That we're saying. (laughs) No, you're right. It is a bigger power move. You're right, though. I I was just concerned that, like, you were, she was going to say, like, I, like, want to break up with you. And he's going to be like, we were never fucking dating you, loser. Because, like, that's just how I picture him talking. (laughs) He probably does talk like that. Uh, He does. A hundred percent. He wears fucking tank tops. Ugh, you just know yeah, it. Yeah, and he uh, wears the sunglasses what, with, with the little, leave. what's the thing called? That you stick the string. Straps? The, yeah, the strap that you put your sunglasses on. Yeah, the fucking straps. Yeah. And he always has like a koozie with mm-hmm. him. Oh my God. And he wears All Sperry's. All ears are flip flops. Sperry's. Like that's the only thing. Sperry's. He wears Sperry's. Oh, yes. <gasps> You're right. <laughs> That's all he wears. That's all he fucking yeah. wears. Ew, I hate this dude. And I just know, I just know he is not cute enough. Not that you can be cute enough to do this, but like he's not. No, there's just like no part of him that like makes any of this mm-hmm. worth it. Like, ugh, 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 ugh. What a fucking yeah. idiot. I hate him. Yeah. I just can't. I also just like you again. You can't write this shit. And like, I feel so bad. And I'm like not laughing because at like you for like getting like, I don't I don't know, like questioning this or anything, because like it's impossible to fucking see when you're in that situation. You have feelings for Mm -hmm. someone because you will make every excuse in the book for them. And like you can really reinterpret what they're saying to be like what you want to hear or like spin it in the best possible light. But as like a third party perspective. Like, it is just, like, uh, give it some fucking time and some space away from this. You're going to look back on this shit that he said and be like, wow, this guy is literally garbage. Like, there's nothing redeeming about Mm -hmm. him. Like, that is, like, the most abysmal piece of shit. And you're not even, like, fucking good at it. Like, again, like, it's, like, ripped straight from a fucking rom-com. Villain. He's the villain in a fucking rom-com. Like, he is the guy that the girl starts off dating. And then it's like, oh, God, like, he's horrible. Yeah. And then she make, meets her real Patrick Dempsey or whatever. Mm. Oh, my God. It's literally John Tucker must die. Like, truly, like, watch John Tucker must die and you'll be like, oh, shit. Okay, let's get into the next one. Hi, Megan, Melissa, and... Probably not guest because of Miss Rona, but hi through there. Um, I am 23 and I've been with my boyfriend for three years and like two weeks. 
So basically three years. Um, and I literally am just driving and I'm thinking that's when I do my best. Realize that I literally never fantasize about having sex with him. Like, we have really great sex. Like, I love having sex with him. I literally would have sex with him 24-7 if I could, but not possible. Um, but, like, I only ever fantasize about having sex with guys that I've had sex with in the past. I just realized, like, is that normal? Am I fine? Like, does that mean something? I don't know. What do you guys think? Please let me know. Thanks. Bye. Oh, wow. I don't know what that means. I think it could be like really innocent and innocuous and like actually mean nothing. But I think it also depends on. I don't know. I think like a lot of factors, like were you long distance with any of the other guys? Like, did you ever do like phone? Like, did you ever do something that like you you guys didn't get to hook up as much? So like you got used to masturbating to them or is it that like even in previous relationships, you didn't think of, did you think of the guys when you were dating them or do you only ever think of people you're not dating? Mm-hmm. Are you physically attracted to your boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. Um, or, but if it's, I feel like if it's not like affecting your relationship when you're not having sex, then it's fine. You know, I think it's normal to, for your mind to wander, wander during sex. But if it's every single time, that seems a bit off to me. Yeah, I think like, I mean, there's definitely the fantasy of like fantasizing and your boyfriend is, if anyone's going to be like, my boyfriend is my fantasy. Like, no, that's your reality. Like you're, that can mm-hmm. be like, you can love it and it can be great. But it also just might be that your mind goes to not plausible situations just because like it's more creative and you need more like mental stimulation and like you might need to kind of come up with these ideas I think if they're like again I really have no fucking idea but like my gut would say if you're making up let's say that you every single time you're in a relationship with someone you don't fantasize about that person you're in a relationship with you only fantasize with about people you've already been like exes that you've been in relationships with so let's say that as a total, because I think if your boyfriend's the only one, I would think that might be a little weird, but maybe you've only, you've been dating him way longer. But maybe it's the fact that, like, you need to come up with situate like, you're coming up with, like, not only, like, there's situations of people that you've already slept with, and are you thinking about, like, specific instances or, like, times you guys have hooked up or are you thinking about are you recontextualizing it like are you being like oh I'm imagining like we're like we meet up at a lake house and like that's never Mm. happened before like are you pulling like is it kind of like in your dreams how like sometimes there'll be people like you know in your dreams then some like but then some people I think they say like you've never or you only dream about faces you've seen before Mm -hmm. so like you can't have people that you actually yeah no no yeah so I wonder if it's something like that like you're it could be like it purely could just be like an imagination thing that it's easier for you to imagine people you've already had sex with. And this is me like just being like, maybe you have a shitty imagination. Maybe you're not fucking creative. But like maybe that's maybe that's the way or like you have to imagine you have to like think of getting off and you're not you can't creatively think of like getting off in a hypothetical sense. You think about other times that you've gotten off. But again, I think that only really works if like you also did this with other 
like boyfriends and like people that you've dated before. Because again, if you guys have like great sex and if you've been together, I don't remember how long you'd said, but you said you had said you'd been together. But like, I get like, if you're masturbating, maybe you're just not you like you if it's because you're not having sex with him and like you you know I mean like you could like if you wanted to have sex like like I just think that like maybe like for the fantasy aspect of it like you're choosing something that isn't so realistic Mm -hmm. but I mean yeah I want to know what are you fantasizing about is it just like the guy is the other guy's faces are on your boyfriend's face or are you creating new scenarios or are you thinking about like that time we fucked on the 4th of July? Like, are you reminiscing? Right. And also, are you reminiscing about those relationships any at any other point? Yeah. Or like, yeah, I just wondering, like, do you dream about your exes a lot? And yeah, I, do I, think just... I think it's interesting that she said if I could have sex with him 24 seven, I would. But like. Yes, physically you're having sex with him, but mentally you're having sex with a whole bunch of other people too. <laughs> so it's like, dude, you've got it's not like cheating; all, it's just mentally, yeah, right? It's like you've got you're sleeping with so many people. <laughs> I'm a fucking hoe in my mind. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Um, yeah, it is. I, I wouldn't say that it's weird. I mean, I it, think it's I know normal. No, yeah, I just think that, like, I think if you're concerned about it. I would then just like dive deeper to see like if there's a habit of like, like, has this happened before? Like, what is any of that? Because I, I truly think it could mean absolutely nothing. And it could Mm -hmm. just be like a creative mindset sort of thing. The one thing I will say, I would not tell your boyfriend. No, I don't think you will. But like, we've had so many fucking like girls who've called in whose like boyfriends have said like, oh, yeah, I was like fucking fantasizing about like you and your best friend fucking or like, oh, you like had a dream about that. So like, just don't like it's not something he needs. He needs to know. Um, Also, more likely than not, he's probably thinking about a lot like he, I'm sure he thinks about you at some points, but he's probably also thinking about like a lot of other stuff when he's yeah, getting off. But also, if that? you guys are like. No, fuck no. Literally, fuck it's such, no. It's a big delay. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Oh, I'm not seeing. I'm. It's fine on my end. It's okay. It's, keep going. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just want to know like more details. Like I like you can just give us like if you call in with an update, if you can just like even give us more details than that. I think we would be highly curious, but I don't think unless again, like you said, unless this is like translating other aspects of your relationship, I I don't think it's something to worry about. It might just be like a a funny quirk about you. I don't know. Uh, That's funny. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We talk a lot about physical health and mental health, but what about sexual health? Whether you hit the gym, take a walk, or meditate, if you want to take care of your whole self, you need to prioritize your pleasure along with your body and mind. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories and guided sessions that are designed to turn you on and help you get in touch with yourself. These stories are relatable and immersive, so you feel like you're right there. There's something for everyone, whatever and whatever you're into. They add new content every week, so there's always more to explore. You can find stories about a spontaneous hookup with a hot, steamy stranger, or even stories about trying that new toy together or getting tied up. 
Ooh, kinky into that. The wellness sessions can also help you unlock new confidence or heighten intimacy with your partner. Now, Melissa, you love Dipsy, right? I do. For me, mental health and sexual health go hand in hand. And as someone that leads a very stressful life, Dipsy is one of those things that I go to when I need to decompress. I really love the stories themselves. I think the writers do an excellent job. I think the readers, actors do a great job. And for me, I often go back to the very first story that I listened to called Video Play. I think it's hot and it is a great way for me to chill out and relax and have a little me time. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash blame. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash blame. Dipsystories.com slash blame. Care of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. Care of's in-depth five-minute online quiz makes it easy. Simply answer some questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health concerns, and Care of will recommend a list of vitamins and supplements to address your specific wellness goals. Their new skin and hair collection helps you work on your beauty goals from all angles with a combination of targeted ingredients for hair, skin, and nails. You can follow Care-of's expert recommendations or adjust your pack at any time. What you receive is totally up to you. Your recommendations come in daily individual wrap packs that are perfect for getting back into a routine. And Care-of's products are formulated with good-for-you clean ingredients that are backed by science. Their yummy protein powders are made with wholesome ingredients you can recognize like organic cocoa and pink Himalayan sea salt. I am a huge fan of Care-of. I've been a fan for a while. My new package is on its way right now. And um, some of the vitamins that I have in mind, magnesium, huge fan, really helps with my stress. Uh, I also love the B complex. That's also super important to me. Antioxidants are also super important to me, but I am just a massive fan. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code don't blame 50. That's takecareof.com and code don't blame 50 for 50% off your first care of order. Don't Blame Me with Megan Rinks is supported by BetterHelp Online Counseling. We are in extraordinary times, and if you are struggling with stress, anxiety, or depression, hello, me too, you are not alone. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are trained to listen and help. BetterHelp counselors specialize in many areas, including relationship conflict, anxiety, depression, loss, trauma, and more. You'll securely connect with your counselor in a safe, confidential online environment. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor in under 48 hours. It's super, super convenient. You can easily schedule secure video or phone sessions with your therapist, and you can exchange unlimited text messages. If for any reason you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time at no additional charge. You guys know we are so pro-therapy here at Don't Blame Me, and BetterHelp is an amazing way for you to have therapy at, at your fingertips. It's incredibly convenient, and especially the times that we're in. There's no excuse, guys. We all need it. I mean, I definitely know that this whole time has made me need therapy and appreciate it even more. BetterHelp is an affordable option, and our listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code BLAME. Join the over 1 million people already using BetterHelp. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Get started today at BetterHelp.com blame. That's BetterHelp.com blame. Talk to a therapist online and get help. And we're back from our break, and let's get into the rest of the calls. Hi, um, I am calling for advice, obviously. Um, 
me and my husband have, uh, whenever we first started dating, he told me about how he had made a mistake whenever he was younger and it resulted in the death of the girl that he was dating at the time. Um, the girl that he was dating at the time, he thought was his soulmate and that he was going to marry her and stuff like that. Um, and that I was basically a second soulmate, a second chance. Um, well, come to find out, um, during the stake, he had actually gone into a coma for, I think he said a month, and everything that he thought had happened didn't. He didn't actually kill her. Um, he thought she had a twin, and she didn't. Um, he has actually had contact with her ever since the accident and didn't even know. And now that he knows that she's alive, he is scared that he is going to fall in love with her. And um, he's terrified of that. And so am I. I'm scared he's going to fall in love with her and leave me. And I just need some advice on how to deal with this or what we should do so that doesn't happen. I don't want to lose him like that. But I also understand that this may be something that has to happen. Um, I've suggested he goes to therapy, but he has not wanted to do that just because he doesn't want to have to talk all of this out. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, if you could just give me some advice, that would be great. Thank you. What the fuck? This sounds like a movie plot. It doesn't... No, it sounds like a fucking soap opera. I can't believe you didn't compare it to that. No, I mean, that's where I was gonna go, but I didn't. (sighs) Wait, so how did he think that he killed her? She didn't specify. Also, you had... Let's see. You had a minute and a half left where you could go into more details. So I I wonder if she doesn't have more details. Like, I wonder if he's being fucking like ominous and weird as fuck that she doesn't even like, how would he? Okay. So. So he thought he he killed somebody, his girlfriend. (laughs) Okay. Can we say that we, we thought that he got like, okay. So if he was in a coma, let's assume it was a car crash. Okay. Because, like, I don't know that why would you would, sense. like... That makes more sense. Yes, like, why he they was were in a car coma. crash. <laughs> I'm yeah. not laughing at that. Like, I'm just laughing no, at but the like, idea that, like... Yeah, imagine he, was he driving, shot her and then he forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was driving a car. He thought he got... In, I mean, he got into a car crash. He thought he had killed his girlfriend. He was in a coma. So he didn't actually kill her. Okay? Uh-huh. Um, but... But then, and then years later, he realizes that he had been in a coma and none of that happened. <laughs> but he's been talking to this girl the whole time. Yes. Did she been, not tell him? Not, but he like he's been talking to this girl this whole time, but he didn't realize it was that girl. No, like, but what did that girl say? Did I that don't girl know. be like, hi, we dated, like I am your girlfriend? Also, like, and no one else in your life was like <laughs> when you woke up, no one was like, Hey, you killed that girl, or like, hey, here she is. Like, this makes zero sense to me. No <laughs> sense. Like, no. if you thought you if they thought you like even accidentally killed the police would have came and questioned you oh did my you God, have yeah. memory loss well obviously he had and memory also- loss because he doesn't remember <laughs> a lot of this did he wake up like as a new person like like how jason 
Morgan used to be Jason Quarterman. He woke up and he didn't realize that he used to be this person. And now he has a completely uh, new attitude. But like, like, I'm just picturing, like, let's say everything went exactly how this is happening. And this yeah. isn't your boyfriend, like, lying to you in the most obscene No, it's way, her husband, like, not boyfriend. Remember, this is her husband. This makes it worse. What? Yes, this is her husband. I have goosebumps all over my fucking body. That's her husband? Husband. That she's afraid is going to leave her for this girl that he thought he had killed in in the coma. But, like, this girl has not obviously reciprocated the feelings because she hasn't said that I was that girl. Yeah, I mean, the dark, the dark thing that my mind, not dark, but like the more like realistic thing my mind is going to is either he, I mean, the, the not sad version and just more like dick version is he's just lying to you because he like took a creative writing class and is like (laughs) doing that. Or the sad version is he's having like a full on like psychotic break and like is making this up because like if you if you guys are married and like regardless of when this was like my like yeah I would just like fucking dig deep find like the medical records of him being in the hospital for this coma and like find all of that stuff like I would talk to the girl yeah no I would talk to the girl too but like talk to like uh, if his if his parents were in his life or anything like that and like find figure that kind of stuff out because it's 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 fucking insane, but like it's so insane to the point that like there's not one of these theories that I'm like, oh, it's definitely like I don't like I have no idea. I think it could just as likely be like him having a psychotic break or having a psychotic because if this is like if this if you've known this for a while, then I'm not going to say like a, a um what are they called? like a, a sudden psychotic I forget what they're called, but like a one that if you like mix medications and you can mm. have like a psychotic episode. Mm-hmm. Um if this has been going on for like some time, if you like notice any other like erratic behavior or like changes in like personality shifts or anything like that, I would just reach out. Cause I also him not wanting to go to therapy. It's like, again, if you thought you killed somebody, I didn't even fucking think about the police part until you said that, which is like, Oh my God, you're right. Like if you were going to be like, I don't know, like fucking tried for homicide or a vehicular, like manslaughter, involuntary Mm -hmm. manslaughter or anything like that, like, but more than that, if you had gone through this, I'm pretty sure you like anyone in his life would have like encouraged him to go to therapy. Like that would have been probably would have. I mean, at the hospital, they would have had a shrink come in to talk to him when he woke up. Nothing about this story is adding up. And I'm going from the perspective of. Let's say everything he's saying is true in his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be questioning what he's saying. And it doesn't seem like you're questioning any of it. You just think that he's going to leave you for this other girl. So if you really care about him, then you should want to get to the bottom of this. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because this is like... And again, I think the reason why 
this call is so short and she didn't include much is because I don't think you know. Like, I don't think, like, I truly think in this situation, this situation is so crazy. There are, like, some people who call in and they're like, oh, I can't fit it into the three minutes. And it's, like, it's just because, like, he's got such a good dick. Like, it's all of this qualifying stuff. And I always tell people, I'm like, cut out any details that, as a listener, you wouldn't give a shit about. Like, no offense, Mm -hmm. but, like, if it wasn't your own life, would you not need to hear that to, like, think about the advice and what you would do and think of, like, what you would do in that situation? Um, but then there's ones that like are so detailed and like so chock full of all of this stuff. Like even the girl who like met the guy on the crew, like on the boat and all of that, she called in twice to get it all in. And there mm-hmm. was no unnecessary details. Like she got everything in. This is such an it's insane situation that I feel like you, this is all, you know, and I think you're right that you're just going off of his word because like you love him and you trust him. But this is, this is like so so insane and I just would I like you said I would get to the bottom of it and I will also say if you're fine like if you are noticing that he's being like erratic and like making rash decisions but he isn't like really being like himself I like I I mean we give the snooping advice all the time I would not tell him that you're looking into this like I would just like when he talks to you like hear him out and listen Mm -hmm. to him and if I were you uh I would I would talk to a professional and like if you start to see that like this is not really happening, I would start to go to therapy and then talk to a therapist of like, hi, how do I how do I whether it's doing an intervention with my boyfriend or like, how do I do this? Or even saying like having your boy like talking with a therapist and getting their input and their advice advice on how to like move forward and talk about this and address it. But if there's like I just like what if it's all true? Like what if she just finds it? I know. And like, did you know that he got in this car accident? Like, she must have known from I the mean, beginning. I mean, we're when they we're dating. saying it's a car accident. It could be anything. I just have to. I have to fucking believe it's a car accident because, like, uh, imagine the like, uh, like he thinks that he kills her, and then he's in a coma for something unrelated. <laughs> it <laughs> like, could have been no. He could have like killed her and then like hit his head on something. Like he oh, had, oh, 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 he oh. did it in like a blackout. But still, where are the police? (laughs) Yeah, where's this girl's family? Yeah. And wait, so hold on. We have to go back to the, what was the twin part? Twin? There was something about a twin. (laughs) That's a very soap opera. Hold on. No, there was. (laughs) Can you imagine we look it up and it's literally just like a plot from a soap opera and it's like he fell asleep watching (laughs) the TV. That's what I'm trying to say. But the thing, why I, I, I don't think it's a soap opera is because you would have had to have been trapped in one person's mind and then went back. Oh, oh, oh. Um, that's why I went movie instead of soap opera. Totally makes sense. Um, Wait, find the twin part. I'm okay. going to close my curtain. I'm going to close my curtains really quick. Oh, she, he, th- oh yeah, we missed, you're right. He thought that she had a twin. And so he must have thought that this girl that he's been talking to was the twin and not actually her. Wait, so he thought... He thought that the girl that he, he was talking to. He thought the girl that he killed had a twin. So maybe he thought that the girl that he's been talking to was the twin and not her. And she never corrected him? And like, does she have a different name? Like, does she actually have a twin? Right. <laughs> like, did they date this whole time? And like, did a twin resurface? I have 
so many fucking questions. I want you to go back, listen to this call several times. Like our answer, like what we're saying and write down every question that we have and figure out how you can work this into normal conversation and report back, please. Yeah. And if at any point you're like afraid for your like own physical well-being or his physical well-being, it's not being overprotective to mm-hmm. like call uh uh call the any like any any hotline or anything to like kind of talk through steps and protocol to go through all of this. Um and if you do feel like even just the first time talking about it, if you like want to get these answers but you're a little worried, go ugh, well you can't really do that now. But like uh I don't know what state you're in, but like maybe you're in a state where you can go on like social distancing uh like picnics and go to a place that there's like more people around mm-hmm. or something like that. So you kind of have that uh buffer. If they, if you're worried about his like reaction and if you're worried and like he's shown if you're worried about like if you have no quote unquote like no reason to like think that he's going to get like aggressive or violent or anything like that. But like you're just worried. Still do that. Like if you're even like even if he's given you no reason to think he's like that, if you have that like little like gut like, oh, I'm a li- like I'm worried. Like trust. Trust that. Here's the reason why you should worry. Because in his mind, he killed. He him. has killed somebody. That's what I'm fucking. Yeah. I'm like afraid for you. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I have so many goddamn fucking questions. Yeah. Because, like, I, I know that there's like, I don't know a ton about like psychosis. I. Uh, I know, like, I know a bit just through, um, a really like super, super sad situation that happened to someone I know. Um, but I don't know a ton about it. I guess I actually know two people, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know a ton about it. I know also just like age wise too. If he like if like if he's like schizophrenic or something that he's like undiagnosed, if he's in his like early to mid 20s, like that is a really Mm -hmm. big diagnostic time for a lot of mental like disorders in general, but especially schizophrenia. Oh, my God. I lie. No, I know. I actually know a couple people who had. um, Yeah, I know. I do. I do. I know a couple people who have had. It's it's, I don't even really take a like a. I don't want to like speak wrong on it, but like if he like partied a ton or did a lot of like hallucinogenics, like it can, if you already have that and that's going to happen, it can kind of speed up that process or can kind of like kick it in. And people I know have had like uh, drug induced psychosis and like have never come out of it and have like always had that always are now dealing with that kind of stuff. But it's a, it's like such a big deal sort of thing. So like if he's not, seeing a professional or going to therapy like he should even like the fact that he doesn't want like this is the part that like makes me be like oh god like if he doesn't even want to explain this to a therapist the, in my mind that goes to yeah that goes to like the paranoia of being like no they're gonna think I'm crazy like all of that kind of stuff when in if if it was like a totally true really crazy story I don't, I, I, I personally don't, I don't have like experience obviously with something this like absolutely wild, but I would think that it would be more, I really need to talk to a professional about this as opposed to, I really don't want to talk to a professional about this. Yeah. Or maybe he like ran from the fucking cops 
and like he but thinks he was this is like gonna like coma. That is so true. They like fucking handcuff you to the bed. I've seen yeah. those movies. So I also he had to know it passed out at some point. You know, like if you're in a coma, he had to have some type of trauma. Oh yeah. I'm just This is not like 50 first dates at all. <laughs> I am just I'm baffled. I'm yeah. so baffled. I don't even like I just I, like you said earlier, like, I need you, the caller, to start asking more questions mm-hmm. and start questioning this because this is not, I, this is just not, like, there's no, there is no option or, like, path that we've gone down discussing this that is, like, not crazy of or wild. Ar- of, of the arm, <laughs> of the norm. <laughs> Yeah, like it's there is no there is no scenario that we've explored that is like, ah, oh, that makes sense. And it has nothing to worry about. Like, mm-hmm. regardless, this is like a lot. And I just. Holy fuck. Yeah. I'm unwell. I am unfucking well. All right. I can't believe it. I'm just thinking about the twin again. OK, guys, so we have both. A don't blame them and an update. Are we going to go yes. don't blame them first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what episode is this one from? This is from um, an episode with us, our February Eminem episode. And so uh, the original caller, she had a girlfriend that was married and wanted to also date the girl's um, husband husband yes yeah it was a leo scorpio aquarius combo. oh yes i forgot about that i remembered that because i was like <laughs> you got two big ass crazy egos and you have the chillest other factor mm-hmm. and she was the chill factor yeah That's so, so this funny. is somebody calling with a similar experience go figure what? That's amazing i love this you guys are so much cooler than yeah. i am i know I'm jealous. Hi, Megan, Melissa, and potential guests. I'm a 26-year-old Virgo calling um, in reference to the caller in episode 22 who was calling for advice on um, wanting to potentially enter a polyamorous relationship with her girlfriend and her girlfriend's boyfriend. I have been in a polyamorous relationship for six years, and... I have a little bit of experience on this and I have a few things of advice that I would like to say. Number one, definitely reach out to the community, do your research, um, educate yourself on polyamory, swingers, open relationships, everything that falls kind of under this category the best that you can. Watch a lot of videos, talk to as many um, people that you can, ask questions, and in general, just kind of dive into what community that you could potentially be entering. There's a lot of really good information there, and this can help you decide if this is something that you really want to do. Um, Second thing that I want to say is talk to your girlfriend and be as honest and open as you can with what you would like for your relationship. 
um, and hopefully she will do the same to you and she can explain to you maybe more what the dynamic um, of her relationship with her um, boyfriend or husband, I believe, um, is. And, and you can learn there if this is something that, you know, potentially is possible. And then the last thing I just want to say is definitely be really careful. Um, you, you want to uh, think of yourself first just because these relationships can get kind of messy um, there are a lot of horror stories where couples will bring girls into relationships and then end them. And then the girl is losing two people who she, you know, loved and cared for very much. And, and this can be very difficult. And I encourage you to take this road if this is something that you really want for your life, but also to be very confident in that decision and make sure that you are open to potentially the hurt and the self-growth that comes with that pain um, coming from it. And I hope for you that you figure it out and you have a good experience and love the podcast. Thank you guys for doing this. It's really awesome. Thanks again. Bye. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's fucking great. Wow. I didn't even think about, obviously, but I really didn't even think about the sense of uh, that. Obviously, like if you break up, that you are like, it's like a double heartbreak. Like you're losing two people, not just one. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Great call. Well, fuck yeah. I've never been in a polyamorous relationship, so I have nothing else to add. I think that was that was great. And uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you for calling in. Should we... uh, get to our update what is our update yes for? our update oh god your face your fucking face dude you have guys if you're not watching the video version of this first of all you have to because it is a roller coaster because i constantly am moving and changing the light and just like doing shit all the time um but also you have to look at her fucking face like melissa's face when you there's like a specific face and i just know i just know that it means I don't know what's coming, but something's fucking coming. <sighs> okay, we have to address it for everybody watching. I've gone through three cameras in uh, this episode. Um, please don't comment that you like this one the best because this is the most, this is the one that doesn't hold the charge as long. And it's like the heaviest, biggest one that stops recording after 20 minutes. Um, so, yeah. We just need to figure our shit out. And I've been I on my iPhone fi- 10 the whole time. I need to figure my fucking shit out. Uh, okay. Let's back back in. Blah, 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 blah. Let's get back into it. So it's the update from. Yes. So this is the update from the Eminem episode in February. So we had. <laughs> I just want to draw this out. So we had someone call um, with similar experience that their friend had gone through the same thing. And we talked about it in the Megan Tonjes episode. But this is an update to the original caller who I think I know by the look on your face, you know who I'm talking about. The brother fucker. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you write me? Uh, physically, yes. Emotionally, no. Oh, my God. Fuck. Okay, I'm ready. Fuck. Hey, girls. It's the bitch who fucked her stepbrother. What's up? <laughs> so, 
apologize. I left out a lot last time because I don't want someone to find out who I am. But for context, they found out from taking one of his phones and reading our messages. And we were both older than 18 and met at like 17, 18 year olds. And we were in college, so we shared a room and a car for a short period of time while our parents got married. And then once they got married, we got a big house and everyone spread out. We didn't grow up together. We have known each other for like a year before this all started. But anyway, so Christmas passed. It's been, by the way, we're all both in our 20s now. Like, it's been a long ass time. Christmas passed. We fucked and we kept fucking. And, um, girl, like, I know I need a therapist, but guess what the fuck happened? I literally saw this man. Okay, it's literally freaking May. I saw this man three days ago. And we slept together or whatever. Yesterday, we had a family event, and he brought the girl he's talking to. I wanted to die. He didn't even tell me she was coming. He just walked in, and I looked at him, and my eyes grew up, and I had that dumbass smile on my face like you do when you see the stupid-ass fucking dude that you like. And then behind him, she popped out. And I instantly teared up, and I was just like, okay, like, this is actually the end. Like, it's completely over for real now. And now I'm trying to process losing this big-ass, long-ass relationship with this man. And I'm trying to figure out if the best way for me to get over it is to tell him how I feel and then, like, block him out of my life or just kind of, like, step away and try to move on. It sucks so bad with the quarantine because I can't meet anyone new. So, like, cutting off him with no distraction is killing me. And I was just watching the episode over again to try and answer some questions. And I definitely think I fell in love with him. I've never felt this much pain in my entire life. When we had to separate after I got an abortion, it literally felt like my heart was, like, tearing apart. And he feels like a piece in me. And really, I'm just trying so hard to get back to the person who never knew him. Like, I just want to not feel like I need to call him every other day. Anyways, hope your day's going good. Bye. I fucking called that. I said he's going to bring a fucking new girl around and it's going to wreck you. And he did. But we also said for you not to have sex with him anymore. And she didn't care. She did. Yep. Also, your family fucking sucks at social distancing. Unless it was a funeral. (laughs) Like, being like, we had a family... Funeral doesn't even count because I had a funeral during all this. No, true, true, true. But I just mean like in the sense that like I don't want to like shit on them if they like, yes, you shouldn't have a funeral on this. But like if like if if it was a funeral, I'm like I would be like I'm I'm more I'm empathetic of your loss. and I want to address your loss. So if it was a funeral, I address your loss. But like that's not what you're supposed to do for social distancing. Also, he shouldn't have been bringing this other girl. That's what makes me think it's not a funeral. That's what makes me think yeah, that it's she said a, a fucking family barbecue. gathering. Like it was exactly. like a, a, a fucking barbecue. Reunion. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude. This is like, I don't know how I feel like the age thing now knowing because I just, it just is so like you have to go to therapy. Like, because it's There's just so I don't odd because though, like when she said that the age stuff because she said we were older than 18 and then she said we were 18 17 is that what she said oh wait wow do you want to put 
no, you're right. No, she's on it. She's she's trying to get get us on a technicality. Yeah, and she's then she tra- you're try- she's trying. She's trying to play. So long- yeah, she's like it happened so long ago, and we're in our twenties now. But like yeah. you didn't specify how far in your twenties, and if you guys have still been having sex throughout all this, it wasn't that. It wasn't long ago. Like it's still actively happening. No, I think you're trying. I think she's trying to play both sides of our mm-hmm. argument last time, which was, oh, you're probably really young and horny and didn't like know better, and hopefully you guys and you then like it. But if you guys knew each other for a long time and grew up together, so she's like, oh no, we didn't know each other for super long, but like we're still we were like eighteen, seventeen. It's been going on for so long, but that doesn't check out. Maybe if you guys, maybe that's when they were eighteen, they seventeen when they met, yeah, and then. 18 19 when they started having sex but like i just still not that long though no and i also just like don't get and you said it before in the first call where it was like oh uh like the convenience of like someone who like like a like a hot boy moves in and like when you're like young and horny and it's just like oh we can hook up but like you guys were only there for like a summer before you went to college and that Mm -hmm. was the only summer like it just makes and then no. they got a bigger house and spread out. But then she was talking about college, too. Your story isn't really adding no. up. No. And it's I uh, like I think you really want us to focus on like, oh, getting how to get over this. But like you don't end up in this situation in the first place without having some shit you have to work through mm-hmm. with a professional because you ended up here like I like. That's the whole thing with therapy and people are like, oh, like I don't need therapy. And it's like, OK, cool. Are you still making mistakes or doing things that you or are you in situations that have relationships or things? Is there anything in your life that you are unhappy with? And if it's like, yes, OK, well, then have you tried to fix it on your own? Yes. Oh, it has that not worked. No, it hasn't worked. Why is it going to work now? Like, that's what I always think about therapy yeah. of like with anything. Like the reason why you go is because like if we could, as my therapist says, she's like, if we could all like snap our fingers and fix ourselves like we would. And like there are some things that like you can work on and like go th- like and deal with and like come out the other side and improve on your own. But if you've been trying on like specific aspects of your life or things that are going on that you're like, how the fuck did I end up here? Or like, why does this keep happening to me? Or like, how come I'm not in a relationship? And I've always wanted wanted like, what are these things that like I, I've, I've tried to fix this and I that. I haven't been able to, you need some help. Like if you could fix it on your own, you would have already. And this is not a situation that you get into, especially like being like, let's say you're both seven, you're 17, 18. You're only there for a summer. You know better. Like, you know that this is Mm -hmm. like your stepbrother and like, sure you just met and yeah, you haven't like you, you have, you didn't grow up together and, or whatever it is, but like, he's still being introduced to you as like a platonic member of your fucking family. And the and, fact- and it pissed off your parents when you, they found out that you were hooking up. Yeah. Like that obviously wasn't their intention mm-hmm. at all for this to happen. And like, it's just like, this happens. Like, this is so different than, uh, the call, the, 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 don't blame them. We had about this where the girl called in like with permission from her friend and her friend mm-hmm. was like, really dealing with her parents' divorce and going through it and was, like, much younger and, like, parents took her to therapy and all of that stuff. This also makes sense to me that your parents, like, you guys are fucking adult. Like, you're 18. Like, you're you're legal adults at that point. Like, of course your parents don't know and aren't really involved in this because, like, they're thinking, oh, my 18-year-olds, like, no our better. 18-year-old kids aren't going to just, like, 
it's just so weird. Like, again, like all of my friends who like have step siblings or like got step siblings, whether it was like in high school or later, like the relation, it was always like, oh God, like this, like this step sibling, like this kind of thing, like maybe we'll get along, but more likely than not, like it's kind of like a turf war. It's not Mm -hmm. like a, hey, let's fuck. And if you were only there, if you met him and like you were only shared a car and had that for like one summer, that's like the first couple months you meet him, you guys hook up. Like this isn't, again, this happened in Gossip Girl, but like fucking Serena and Dan were dating before their parents. Like it just, like this is so not a thing and you have to go to therapy because yeah, he's going to date other people because guess what? He's not going to marry his stepsister. Like, it's not going to happen. And I like, I do, I obviously think that he's got some fucked up fucking issues, but you're the one calling in. And I, I hope we can like get to you and like reach you in saying like, again, like this comes from like a place of like care. Like we care about like everyone who listens to our show and like the people who call in, but like you, you have to get this shit figured out. Like you have to get your shit figured out because this is, seeing him with girls that he dates and all of that shit, it's not going to get any easier and it's not going to change. You don't need to sleep with someone else and you don't need a distraction. You don't need to sleep with anyone right now. You need to figure out your own stuff. Like getting a distraction, you that's not going to fix the problem. All you're putting a fucking like, yeah, it's going to be a distraction and that's it. You have to get actual help. Mm-hmm. Like your parents don't want, and you can't progress. even, and you even were taught, you said that you just want to cut him out of your life. So if you cut him out of your life, you're going to have to cut your, I think it's your mom, right? Because it was his dad that found out. I think so. Right. And so yeah, that I means so. if you cut him out of your life, that means you're going to have to cut your mom out of your life because he's always going to be there. You guys, you were just seeing each other at a family gathering. You're going to be together for holidays. So you've got to think about mm-hmm. The, the consequences here. You can't just cut him out of your life. You have to figure out how you can get over him. Yeah, but like, it's not, it's not like a normal breakup and it's not like a normal, like anything like that. Like this is such a unique circumstance that you should have never been put in. And you, mm-hmm. and you put yourself in this situation as like, uh, from everything we've heard, like a eight, 17, 18 year old. This is something that until you figure this out, and I don't say this to be a dick at all, until you figure this out, no relationship is going to be successful. Like no other person, nope. you're not going to date anybody and it's not going to work. Like, because this isn't a circumstantial issue. This is a, how the fuck did I put myself in this situation? And how have I been able to rationalize it for so long and let this go on for so long? And like, it's, it is self-destruction because you know, going into it or you should, and I'm assuming that you do that, like you guys were never going to end up together. Even the first time you guys hooked up, like that, it was never going to be like, oh, our parents are going to be cool with like us ending up together. Like that's like, you're purposely going out of your way to attract and seek out harm for you, like emotional turmoil and just like absolute bullshit. So yeah. that's, I don't, yeah, I don't foresee. I also don't foresee this being, and I'm pretty sure I said this the first time. I don't see this being like an isolated incident of you ending up in a situation that you have no idea how you got there or in something that like none of your friends can relate to or anything like that. Like it's just, 
this is like this like rational decision making is not there and like I don't know why you don't want to go to therapy because like I mean maybe there's a part of you that doesn't want to go to therapy because like you want this to work out with him and you don't want to be you don't want to be told from a therapist and you don't want to kind of dive down deep and like process this and get through this and then realize that this isn't okay and this is not something that you're into and all of that like maybe you don't want to let go of it it's like letting go of an addiction like you don't you don't want to get better essentially because like that means that means that this like possibility and this like this whatever you thought was going to happen with you guys is gone but yeah and of course he fucking didn't tell you that he was like going to bring a girl to this thing wow this was a fucking roller coaster of a goddamn episode what an episode I'm like, I am actually like, I am like shooketh. Like, I am like, I am like not well. Like, I feel like I'm going to like the rest of, I have like a Zoom call with my friends later. I feel like I'm just going to, I am like, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm flubber. Like, I just like don't feel (laughs) like I just like, what is going on? Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Sometimes this show makes me feel so fucking like vanilla. Like, it makes my life feel so, and my life like I will say is like not vanilla like if you've read my book it's not vanilla and also if you could have read the first draft of my book it's it, yeah it's like but this makes me feel like this makes me feel like fucking artificial vanilla like not even vanilla bean yeah vanilla artificial flavoring yeah made in a lab uh-huh and like it makes me feel like almost like fucking like dipping dots like vanilla ass dipping dots. Also, when was it going to be the future? They never told us when. They didn't. They so, didn't. And wow. vanilla dipping dots just tastes like frozen creamy ice. It does. Okay, guys. Um. Well, if you want to be on an upcoming episode, your life doesn't have to be like this. But if it is, uh, all the more the merrier. So please give us a call. Leave us a voice one at three one zero six nine four zero nine seven six. And international listeners, you can send us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail dot com. Um, buy Megan's else? book. Oh yeah, buy my book. You're not special. I was just gonna hold it up for the camera, but that's fine. Uh, it's out. Mine now. finally came. It did. Yeah. I one used of my. Spider-Man <laughs> to bring it up. Spidey senses. <laughs> Mots's uh came too. He finally has one. Nice. And he's only read part of it, but it's fine. Um I like I'm like I, 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 I'm shaken. I'm shaken up. Um anything else? Oh yeah, follow uh the podcast on Instagram, don't blom meme pod. We're getting pretty close to 10k, and then we can do swipe up links, and that's really all we care about. Also, uh Please don't DM us for advice on the podcast. We only do advice on, uh, I mean, on the podcast Instagram. We only do advice here. Um, yeah. And also, if you DM us asking for advice on the podcast Instagram and you also don't even follow the podcast Instagram, no. just know that I think less of you. Like, mm-hmm. just know that I am looking at that going, shitty. That's how shitty. I feel, too, when people ask how they can join the Facebook group. <sighs> And they're not following the podcast. Yeah. No, that's how I feel, too. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay, guys, that's it for our episode. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. 
and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso.